Okay, good morning. Um, I hope you have your scuba uh, equipment because today we're, we're, we're going deep. As, uh, as I mentioned, I would, I would like to, if, if, if it finds favor by everybody, at least once a week to go through the Shimon Esrei, even word by word. And we're using the Sefer uh, Rinat Chaim, which was written by Rafriedlander again, the Mashgiach Panovich. So right now he's going through the, uh, the, the first brach in Shmon Esrei, so it says, Akel HaGodol HaGibor HaNora. So now we're going to focus in today, hopefully, on Godol and possibly Gibor as well. So he says, God, when we say Akel HaGodol, Hashem is Gadol, what does that mean? Hainu Midas Chazdo, it's referring to Hashem's, the way Hashem conducts us, conducts himself with us in a, in a, in a, in a chesed way. Like Rashi explains, when Moshe Rabbeinu was pleading to go into Eretz Yisrael in Pasha's Veschanan, Moshe Rabbeinu said, you, have, you, you showed me, your servant, your godlocha, your greatness. And Rashi explains, what does godlocha mean? So midas tovcha, the midah of your chesed. So Gamkena Kavana, this is what David Melech also mentions, Lokha Hashem Hagudula, like we say, Hashem Hagudula, Bagavura, Batiferes. Gudula means that the, the, the conduct, the way that Hashem conducts with us as Chesed. So he continues here, Rabbi Friedlander. But this needs to be understood. Madua Hator Godol, why is it that the expression of Godol, when, we, when we're referring to Hashem Yusbar, that the Kavana is Hashem's Mida of Chesed? Hashem is Godol in every way that Hashem relates to us. So why do we pick specifically, why does Chesed in particular have, as, that's what Godol refers to. The Misha wrote to Liros, who Chesdei Hashem is Baruch in Kol So why is that? Mishum Kacha Torah Godol, Al Hashem is Baruch Hu because everything that Hashem in every way that Hashem conducts himself with us, it's always bechesed. It's always chesed. And therefore it says, Avram Avinu was the Rosh HaMaminim, who was the, 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 the first of the, of the believers in Hashem. What did he do? What was his, how did he present this to the world? Shigile Ta'amuna Babora, he revealed the faith in the creator, HaYachid, that there's one creator, Mizbonenus Babriya, if you look at creation, Avram Avinu, like we see by Rabbi Miller, Victor Miller's kind of, we always used to say, look at the creation, and that will give you an awareness of that there has to be a creator. Right? That's this is the famous idea that well, I'm digressing for a bit, but it's it's such a fascinating idea. Hanan Wasserman wrote an essay and he asked a simple question. He said, How is it possible for a a 13-year-old child from the day he's bar mitzvah to be expected? To ha- with all of the, the 613 mitzvahs that he's, he's obligated to take upon himself are emunah in Hashem, emunah in, in the oneness of Hashem. He says these questions, these concepts were ideas that the greatest of the Greek philosophers and all the other philosophers grappled with. So how is it possible for a 13-year-old child to be held accountable to understand these things that even the greatest of the philosophers grappled with, this idea of Hashem and his oneness in the creation. So the answer that he gives is fascinating, but this is the idea. He said, if a child 
when he's born would be born with the intelligence of a 30-year-old, let's say, like Adam Arishan, he wasn't created as a baby, but if a child from the day he was born would have the intelligence and the awareness of a 30-year-old, he said the first thing that would come into his mind is there has to be a creator. To see all the, the intricacies and all the, the miracles within creation itself and the precision and how detailed it is in all the different ways, there's no question in the mind that he would certainly understand that there's a creator. He says, the problem is, is that when we grow up, we grow up seeing all these things and we become accustomed to it. It's like, you know, we say birth is a miracle that happens every day. So since it's a miracle that happens every day, it becomes a natural, it's a natural consequence. We don't look at it as a miracle anymore. Or like, like the Kuzari brings down, if you would have told us the, the Jews ate mud, they would have seen that you put a, a seed in the ground and it grows into uh grows into wheat, that they would have thought that's a miracle. But by us, it happens all the time. They would think you're crazy in there. You're taking a seed which is edible and you're putting it in the ground and you're letting it decay. They would think that you're, what are you doing over here? You're destroying good food, eat the seed. And I'll tell you, if you put the seed in the ground, it's gonna decay, but it's gonna grow wheat, which will produce hundreds of seeds. But it's because we see this all the time that it becomes second nature to us. That's what Rebel Khanan says. But if a child would be born with this to see it for the first time, he would certainly see the creator and he would understand there's a creator by just looking at the creation. So this is, this is what Avram Avinu tried to demonstrate to the world. This is what he's bringing down over here. You see the chesed of Hashem in creation, this automatically leads to an awareness. He taught the world that there's a reality of a creator. There's Otsam Chazdo and his enormous kindness that he's bringing to the world. And Avram Vino learned from Hashem himself that since he conducts the world with chesed, he represents with the meat of chesed. Like Chazal say this, what Avram Avinu did, it says, Avram Avinu set up an Eishel, uh, like a hotel in Be'er Sheva. What did it mean? Eishel, he set up a pundak, a little settling. Avravinu brought in all people from all walks of life. After they finished and they ate and they drank, famous Medrash, like we know, he said, give a bracha. And the Medrash brings down, he told them, don't thank me, you thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's the one that gives food to everyone. And that I gave you, I'm just an agent for Hashem. So what do we see from this? Rabbi Friedland is pointing out over the Sikum. What do we see in, in the end? Midas chazdo yizborach, hi haniras lemizbonen bebriya betsura hagluya v'haboletet v'yoter. The awareness and the evidence of Hashem's kindness is the most evident in all of creation. That's what sticks out more than anything else. We call more so than any of the other ways that Hashem relates to this world. Therefore, when it says Gadol, when it's referring to Hashem, it's relating to what the Gadol that we, that we say by Avram Avinu, that it's the godless of his chesed. So that's how we understand the word Gadol. Gadol is referring to the Hashem in his greatness of chesed. Question. Yes. So that's the difference between Shem uh, Ve'ever, who even Yitzchak went and Yaakov learned by, that what Avram just added chesed dimension to Hashem because the world 
these are Doilem also, they knew about Hashem, they knew about all the details. So what's the fine Nakuda that Avram brought that was not... Avram uh, went out and he was proselytizing. I'm not, I'm not sure that Shem Ve'eva went out to proselytize. If you came to them, that's one thing. But uh, Avram was actively going out and proving to the world the existence of the Creator. Shem Ve'eva were, uh, were available uh, if you went to them. But I'm not sure. I, again, I don't know all the Midrashim. But um, this is the way Avramino is presented. He deliberately went out of his way to make this awareness world known. And he would deliberately go out. I mean, if you read the Me'iri from Pirkei Avos, when it talks about Avram Avinu, <coughs> it talks about how he would debate with the Egyptians when he went down to Egypt. He impacted the majority of Egypt, I think, the Me'iri says. He had thousands, the Rambam brings down Avram, he had thousands and thousands of, of Talmidim, of followers. And it's very fascinating since you mentioned this, Alex, but he said, so Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, I don't remember exactly where it is in there, but he once asked, he said, well, what happened to all of them? What happened to all of these Talmidim? And we're going to see it uh, in a minute when we go on a little bit. He said, because Avram Avinu was chesed and that people can connect to, they love it. People love chesed. Yitzchak represented gvura, you know, discipline and things to that that people were not so uh, into so much. And therefore, when Avram Avinu died, and Yitzchak's way of bringing Hashem's awareness into the world was not the way Avram Avinu did it, they weren't so excited about it. And he said they left. That's what happened. It brings down. But this is something that Avram Avinu actively was going out and uh, making this known to the world. He wasn't, he wasn't keeping it a secret from anybody. He, know, he, he knew this uh, truth and he wanted everyone to share in it. He had a love for creation. It was basically expressing, it was an expression of his love for Hashem. Because if you love Hashem, then you want everybody else to know about it too. Okay. Kibor. So now we have the next uh, statement in the in the Esri, HaKel HaGodol HaGibor. So here we'll have, a, uh, here he brings down a few ideas which we want to share today, hopefully. So he says like this, he says, Gvuraso Yisborach the strength of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, eno besug ha-gvura ha-enoshit. It's not like human strength. Sheshnei anashim giborim, mizgoshim zem, right? You have two big sumo wrestlers over there and they're pounding it out one with the other. Ezeu yoter chazak, and the one who's stronger, the one who weighs more, he weighs a thousand pounds or whatever. Mizgavu menatzeach et ha-chalash mimenu. He overpowers the weaker one. Vu ha-gibor shemevin ha-shniim. This is what they understand. That's their uh, that's their definition of gvura, uh, one who's more physically powered. That cannot be what how the description of Hashem in His gvura. Because to, to bring it down to Hashem, it's just uh, you know it's ludicrous. Even Hashem is is omnipotent. It's not it's not shaykh, this idea. We cannot compare physical strength, mugbelet, which is limited, the gvurasu habilti mugbelet, to someone who is unbound. Hashem is, has no restrictions. People are restricted. So to them, you have that type of a strength. But, but to Hashem, where, where there is no boundaries, then such a description is uh, un, unrelated. Dosvo, not only that, Hashem is. Has, has, has all strengths. 
בכל הגיבורים והגבורות הקיימות בבריאה הם רק בגלל הכוח שהוא יסבור, אך נוסעים להם כל רגע. If anyone has strength, it's because Hashem is endowing that, that item with strength. If a lion has strength or a gorilla has strength, it's because Hashem is giving it to them. אם כן אין מקום לדמוס גבורה, הנובס רק ממישהו יסבור אך משפיע. כן, compare someone who got it to what Hashem was giving it. So that's not what it means. He says, Gvuras Hashem Yisborachi, what is the Gvur of Hashem? Begeder Doma Lamaj, it's compared to what we say in Pirkei Yavos, famous Mishnah. Ezehu Gibor HaKovet Eshitzro. A Gibor is someone who can hold himself back. He's someone who can conquer his desires. He knows how to say, he's disciplined. He knows when to say no. He knows how to say no. Hainu Shemagbir Et Mida Tachesed, listen to what he says over here. Hashem gives strength to his conduct of chesed al hanhogas hadin haregila. In other words, the, the, way the, world can, the way the world goes, there would be a, a, a conduct of din with the world. Because of the world's actions, there should be a, a, an accounting for what people are doing. And Hashem, because Hashem is a gibor, he overrides his midas hadin with the midas hachesed. That is the gvuru we're talking about over here, that Hashem is able, Hashem brings over his midas hachesed to overpower his midas of din, which would be normally what would be evident in this world because of our actions. Shakodesh Baruch Hu, we see in the Gemara and Brachos, he brings down, Give me a bracha, Yishmoel. And what was Yishmoel, HaKohen Godel's, what was his bracha to Hashem? He said, That your conduct of Rachamim should override your conduct of Kas, of Din. And that your rachamim should overpower your midos, the other midos. Right? Nice song that we that they made up. And you should conduct yourself with your children with the midah of rachamim. And you should go beyond the letter of the law. Right? And again, this is a very famous idea that's brought down. Uh, uh, they discuss it in the Chumash itself. In other words, in the beginning, it says Elohim, which is the Mida of Din, that the conduct of Din that Hashem brings. Then it brings in the, then it brings the, the, the Shem Hashem, the Yud Kevovke, which represents the conduct of Chesed. And then it says, again, and if you look in the Pirkei, actually in the Mesil Shisharm, where he brings down this famous idea, he said, don't ever think for a moment that Hashem has negated Din, because that wouldn't be proper. Now, there is an accounting. He said, but what Hashem does, it's Hashem Elohim. Hashem conducted, Hashem conducts with the world with both. Meaning what? That there will be an accounting. There is an eventual accountability. It's just that Hashem gives us our time and space. In other words, um, if a person is a, is a debtor, he owes money. So the, uh, the one who's owed money can come down right away on the person who owes the money you know, and demand the money in full. Or the person can do it. He says, okay, you owe me the money and we'll give you a layaway plan. We'll give you, a, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with an arrangement. You pay me, a do, you know, a dollar a day, whatever it is, until it's all been paid up. So he says, that's what Hashem does with us. Hashem gives us an, 
Hashem gives us an opportunity and, and not demand din by hoping that we'll do tshuva over the time and we'll be able to pay up that debt. And, but the din at some point will definitely be uh, accounted for. This is what we're being told over here, that, that Hashem in his gvura is able to overpower his conduct of din by dealing with us in kindness. V'zeu ha-kavana, that's what gibor means. Hu yizborach, he's gaber al kaso, he overpowers his midah of din. V'isnagi mono b'midah sarachamim. Kol ma'ashon omrim, v'nosei what we say in this, hu kifihan havanoseinu, again, this is all from our perspective. Everything we say in the Shemona Esrei over here, this is from the way we perceive things. V'hasa goseinu, and our awareness. She'esh l'kodesh bohan hogas ha-din, because again, what we know about Hashem is only the from all from our perspective, from what we see how Hashem is conducting with us. Again, I don't know if it's if it's a good example, but uh, you know, so the example I try to give is if you have somebody who's um, has a you know a, a sheet over the person, and you always see the you know candy coming out. So you ask the child to describe the person. He says, "I can't describe the person. I can only tell you that the person always gives me candy." So, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's, a one, he's a wonderful person. He's always giving me care. But to describe the person, I can't because I don't see him. So that, that's the example that I try to give sometimes, you know, to try and say, we can only describe Hashem to the extent that Hashem relates to this world. But that's it. That's the most we can see. Because beyond that, that's not within our, you know, within our purview. We don't see it. We don't know any more than that. Again, because when we say Hashem has is kas, anger, din, it's not like a person gets angry. That's that's ridiculous. Again, to to to, to describe human traits, like we say anthropomorphism, to give God human traits, it only does it because that's that's the only thing we can relate to. We can't understand it in any other terms. It's just beyond us. Right? You know, it's, it's similar. Again, I'm digressing a little bit, but it's also you know the Chavetz Chaim always brings it down. I think Rabbeinu Bachai also they, they ask the question: How come? If we say olam haba is such a fundamental belief in, in you know in our faith. Why doesn't the Torah describe it to us? Give us give us an awareness of it. We see it. We see hints to it. We under, you know there are ideas, but the description of it it's out. So again, so the idea is because we won't comprehend it. The Torah could describe it, but we'll have no you know it, it's it's like having a five year old sit in a quantum physics lecture. It's, it's way way above his head. He won't understand anything you're telling him. So is anything over here? We can't, we don't relate to these things. So therefore the Torah just, the best thing is just to avoid it. So the only thing we do understand is the way Hashem is conducting with us. But to, to describe it with what it really is, we don't know. So this is one description of Gibor, that Hashem is, is having his Midas Chesed overpower his Midas Haddin. Okay. Um, here, we'll just give, give us an example of that over here. It says, Matzonu Bechazal, this this description he says when the Jews were leaving Mitzrayim, Ahmad Samechmem the Malach the Malach Vesok the Malach Amovis the Katreg Osam he was he was trying to accuse the Jewish people because Hashem has to uh, work within certain understandings. This Malach said before Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Ad Achshav Hayu Elu right famous Medrash. You're splitting the sea for the Jews and you're drowning Egyptians. These, these people are doing Avodazar and these people do Avodazar. What's the difference? Why are you doing that? How do you justify such a thing? How can you do that? 
Why are you saving them? They're just as guilty as the Egyptians. That's what the Medrash brings down. So the Gemara answers, but his, his, his mercy, his Midas HaChesed overrode the Midas HaDin, and he dealt with them, that is the great Gvura that Hashem demonstrates for us. Okay, that is one idea of Gvura. Okay. Now, as we mentioned over here, and, and this is relating to now Yitzchak Avinu, because we said Chesed is Avram, Gvura is Yitzchak. This was Yitzchak's rep- This is what Yitzchak was able to do. Listen to how he draws to describe it over here. She's Gabra Al Yitzchak was able to override all of his desires, but when it came to the Akeda, Al Hamizbeach. Now, see his desire for life and for all all of his human desires. He was able to override them to come through with the mitzvah of the Akedah. Like Hazal tell us, very famous idea, when at the time that Avram Avinu was about to go through with the Akedah with Yitzhak, so Yitzhak said, Abba, I'm a young man. I'm concerned. It could be that my body might start shaking from the pachad of the knife. And 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 it will make if I'm supposed to be a Corbin, it will invalid it'll be and it will become a puzzle Corbin. The Shita will be puzzle, it won't be valid. And the Corbin will not have the effect it's meant to have. So what should you do? Kaftani, tie me down well. So that's why the Pazak says that Abravinu tied down Yitzhak. This was Yitzhak's essence. Klum Yochal Odim, is it possible for a person to be able to tie down a 37-year-old? unless he agreed to it. So we see over here that Yitzhak was able to do what? He was capable of overriding all of his desires in order to fulfill the Ratzon of Hashem. That is the, the, the description of Gvura. This is the idea over here. Okay, so th- this is the idea of Gvura. What do we say over here? He's saying in, uh, in summary, according to this, then the concept of Gvura is that a Baruch overrode his his Mida of kindness. There's another description, so I'm going to start it, say, because we do have a few minutes. Maybe if you if you want, we'll try and finish that up tomorrow, and then we'll do a little bit of Shavuos too, if that's what you'd like. But there's a whole other description of what Gibor means. It's a, a very famous Gemara in Yuma. Listen to what it says. The uh, the Navi Daniel, wasn't the Navi exactly, but the, Daniel came and he says, Nochre mishtabdim bebonov. The, not, this is after the Chorban Bayes Rishon. He says that the non-Jews are, are subjugating the Jewish people. Where is Hashem's Gvura? Where is the Gvura? Shagoyim Osim, they're making a chil Hashem in the world. Where's Hashem's Gvura over here? It looks like Hashem has no power. Hashem is, is just looking by powerlessly, having them destroy the base of Migdash and to take away the Jews. Where is the Gvura? Therefore, Daniel left out the word Gibor. Right? And they left out all those words. So Gemara tells us in the end came the Anche Knesset and they said, Adarabah, on the contrary. Again, the different Navis, he's just quoting part of the Gemara. The Gemara goes through how each one, how each one of the, the Navim left out one of the words. Hakel Hagodel, Hagibor, Hanora. Godel, Gibor, Hanora. Those are three words that, that Moshe Rabbeinu described 
Hashem with, and the different Nevi'im took it off because they said, where is this anymore? It doesn't, the world doesn't see this anymore. So they took all, the, all those words out. And the, the Gemara says, the Anshe Knesset HaGadola, they brought it back in again. And that's why they're called the Anshe Knesset HaGadola because they brought back Hashem's greatness all over again. They put those words into the Shemon right now. Bahamra, they said, Adarab, on the contrary, they said, Zoe Gvura, this is Hashem's Gvura. Listen to how it describes Shekoves Etz Ratzono. Hashem is able to hold back his Ratzon. He gives Erech Apayim L'Rashoim. He's giving time for the Rashoim, like, like I mentioned to you by the Mesil Sisharim. Hashem gives time. That is, that is enormous Gvura. L'Haflig V'Lishtok Al Chutzpossim Shel HaGoyim K'Neged Hashem. That Hashem is able to hold back when he sees all the the chil Hashem that the goyim are bringing into the world, Hashem, who is like you of the elim literally means strong ones. So the drasha was You're silent, Hashem. You're not responding. The goyim are making a chil Hashem, and you're you're deaf. You're mute. You're not doing anything. You're seeing how the how your children are being treated, and there's no response. But you should know, though, that he's bringing down over here, this is an enormous kindness that Hashem is doing with the, with the Jewish people. Knows, why is he giving a, an extension for the Rishoyim to let them do what they're doing without stopping them? Hasibi, listen, it's for Atova, he says. Today, Fascinating idea he brings down that, that's giving us a full free choice. If you look, it looks like Hashem is not able to hold down the Rishoyim. It's now with us, from our side, we become so strong in our faith in Hashem that he, Hashem is able to do that. Hashem is only doing this to give us an opportunity to show our faith in Him. And this is this is what the way Hashem is conducting. And therefore, he says, This can explain the exiles and the korbans. To give us an opportunity to work on our muna. So I, I do need to stop over here, and Bez Hashem will try and finish this little piece up tomorrow, and then we'll go on to Shuas with your permission. Okay. Are there any questions? One question. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, in reference to Hashem's Gvura, it says that he holds his Minusadin and uses Minusarachamim. Why is the word, word Kascha? Kascha is a lushan of anger. Anger is usually a bad meter, it's a frustration. Again, this is the way human beings perceive things. You're quite correct. You're right. Now, there's one apart. If a person, again, what would, if, if I tell you to do something and you do just do the opposite, what's going to happen by a person? You're going to be furious. I just told you to do this. You'd be, you know, you know whatever. Uh, right? If an employer gives his employee a, a list of things to do and he sees the employees doing just the opposite or doing nothing, the employer is going to be furious with his employee and he'll fire him and do whatever. So from the way we look at it, that's, that's cost, but he's, like he's saying over here, we're doing things to provoke Hashem. And we're saying that that's not the case. Okay? So, but that's all from our perspective, but it's not meant to be taken. Uh, just give me one second. I don't know what who is this. 
I don't know who this is. Uh, okay, I'll just have to leave it for a second. All right, I, okay, so I need to stop though. I apologize, okay? Have a, have a wonderful day, everyone. Have a great day, Rabbi. See you tomorrow morning. Looking forward. All the best. Thank you very much.